Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Think again with Borderlands Cooperative. Join us for critical conversations about things that matter. Every Friday at 10am on 3CR Community Radio. 855am on your dial. And on 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. So together, let's think again about important matters affecting us, like economics, politics, education, health, climate, and what we can do about it all. Welcome to our 75th program of Think Again and our 33rd remote program in the time of the coronavirus. This program is presented to you by Borderlands Cooperative, an organization that has been dedicated to social change for over 20 years. I'm Jacques Boulet. And I'm Jennifer Burrell. Today we're looking at our PMs, Morrison's, four or that the recent head of Australia Post gave four Cartier watches worth $20,000 to executives. And we contrast that with all the other ways that billions and billions of dollars of our commonwealth are funneled up to the higher end of town and to corporate mates, not to mention the blatant pork barreling, mm. much of this by the PM's own government. Yeah. So to start with, was anyone else surprised that the head of Australia Post, Christine Hoggate, was forced to resign for giving those Cartier watches to her execs, which I understand was a reward for a major deal with three major banks. Well, it took me by surprise, and I guess I was also surprised by my surprise, as corporate head distributing largesse to overpaid execs don't normally win my sympathy. But I was with a family member when I heard it on the news, and we both looked at each other a bit bemused, and and he said, it didn't really seem like a lot of money in the usual scheme of things. Nah, $20,000. Anytime. As many have since commented, the watches would have gone unremarked if the money had been folded into the regular bonuses for executives instead. When I say this, I'm also thinking of the heads of our banking institutions who continue to get ungodly sums of money mm. despite years of ripping off ordinary people, mm. including stealing from dead people and selling insurance products that could never be claimed on. Yeah. We talked about this in our programs all the way back in July and August last year. Yeah, it's outrageous. And what about all the ways that revenue is regularly siphoned up to the already wealthy and how they get to pay less and less tax? The last federal budget, which was recently passed, that actually increased and entrenched extreme economic inequality for years to come. Reducing income tax for higher income earners, meanwhile, and accelerating and deepening the divide between the haves and the have-nots. We are talking about multiple billions of dollars leaked upwards on an ongoing basis. Mm -hmm. Indeed, 
As the American business magazine Forbes reveals, quote, coronavirus has boosted total billionaire wealth to its highest level ever. Mm. Since the pandemic began, the total wealth held by billionaires around the world has grown by a quarter to over $10 trillion. $10 trillion. Yep. And that's true at the beginning. But not, so not billions, it's trillions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Between April and July, billionaires grew their wealth by 27% from $8 trillion at the beginning of April. Yeah. Yes, and according to Forbes, this was largely thanks to government stimulus packages, which I think is outrageous. During the pandemic, yeah, that's that's quite right. Yeah, during the so pandemic. It's almost like the circularity of it. They take it from us and then give it to the upper. It's just unbelievable. In our programs, we have now referred a few times to Thomas Piketty's 1,000 or more than 1,000 pages strong book, Capital and Ideology, which he did, which was translated in 2020. Mm. And that thoroughly examines inequality and how the powerful in capitalist nations, particularly and globally, justify and explain and indeed maintain this immense inequality. Yeah, and how they do it so well that the victims of this inequality seem to accept it as normal. Which is why yeah, it's not raging across the front pages of all our mainstream media, yeah, I guess. Right. We talked about this many times, starting in July and November last year, and again in October in our Bulls budget conversations. So, listeners, compare that with the $20,000 mm-hmm. in Cartier watches that supposedly scandalised Scott Morrison. Yeah, and I think we'd give him those $20,000 of Cartier watches to resign and do something mm-hmm. about it climate change and really to put those gifted Cartier watches more in perspective seriously we also have the mass channeling of our common wealth our common wealth to private entities contracted to perform public services by the government like aged care and the cleaning of train carriages um They've been in the media recently, but there are lots more examples, really. Yeah, and they demonstrate how many privateers become profiteers, Mm. often by all manner of tricks and obfuscation. Yeah. In fact, we're leaking our shared wealth like a sieve, our shared wealth like a sieve to those mostly motivated by private profit rather than public service. So should we then be surprised when profit is put first? After all, isn't that what is meant to happen under capitalism and is even celebrated in capitalism? Just a brief look at any of the business pages in our newspapers reveals that the enthusiastic descriptions of entrepreneurs, the younger and prettier the better, who have become billionaires in the shortest of times, Mm -hmm. all making it seem that everyone can actually do it. And that if you don't, you shouldn't complain really, as it is your own fault. Mm-hmm. As, an all, as an almost past US president would say, they're just losers. Mm-hmm. We'll now have some music. Bruce E. Knessis by Goodbye Enemy Airship, followed by a promo. <laughs>
I think Welcome to Country is a very dangerous concept and initiative. I really don't know where Welcome to Country even merged from. I know that I don't think it was a, obviously an Aboriginal initiative. I think obviously governments had uh, introduced that as they were pacifying our flag of resistance. You know, the idealism that lies behind that obviously is so that white people can feel a sense that they're more guests and they've got a right of ownership and to be here. If we're going to continuously welcome them to country, what that does, it rectitudes the fact of the moral racism issues in which they perpetrate against our people. Because how can we be talking about all these other issues and then compromise a hypocrisy in our own selves to welcome these murderers and these uh, slave traders, this barbaric sense of what they've done to occupy Australia on one hand and, and welcome them on the other. You're listening to Radical Radio 3CR. You're listening to Think Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial, 3CR digital and streaming at 3cr.org.au. Today we're looking at the PM's full outrage at Australia Post executives being given Cartier watches worth $20,000. And we're contrasting that with the billions and billions of dollars that are funneled from common funds to those who are already wealthy, from corporate mates mates and to those who might improve the government's electoral chances. Yeah. So to continue our discussion from before the break, some of the arrangements siphoning our common wealth and resources to the private sector include private partner, sorry, private public partnerships Mm -hmm. and often referred to as PPPs. Mm. Yeah, partly hiding, of course, what is really going on with outsourcing, as they also call it. Yeah. Yes, more and more we're using PPPs to build our public infrastructure, as we know, like roads and tunnels and raised railway crossings. But, of course, when the arranged and promised private profits are threatened or when unforeseen extra costs emerge, like when contaminated soil has to be dealt with, for example, It is usually the taxpayer that means we who pick up the tab. Yeah, something that people sometimes call privatising the profits and socialising the losses, which goes along with socialising the risks. Mm -hmm. So we saw this recently with Victorian taxpayers set to cover billions of dollars in cost overruns for the Metro Tunnel project. Otherwise, the consortium that's been put in charge of building this tunnel, otherwise the consortium holds us all over barrel and refuses to continue work, which actually is pretty much what's happened. Mm. And then there is the gifting of public land to developers in the case of social housing and giving rental assistance, which then goes to landlords who also take advantage of negative gearing Mm. instead of the governments agreeing to build new public housing or properly regulate social and fund or community housing. We talked about that over several programs during the last few weeks and months. And we critically looked at the private-public partnerships in early February this year. And again, how many Cartier watches would all of this gifting of our revenue 
to the private sector add up to. Yeah, I'd love someone to see someone do an actual graph de- uh, demonstrating that, showing how many Cartier watches were actually siphoning off from mm. from our common revenue to That's right. private pro- uh, pockets. Mm. And what about all the political funding for pork barrelling, like sports rorts, and also the rorting of precious community development funds, which yeah. actually don't yeah. hear so much about that. That's right. Also, there were the regional development funds, which ended up in some some city suburbs, uh, you know, deferred to use to bribe voters in marginal electorates or just mm-hmm. to keep the resources in those electorates faithful to the governing party. Yeah. That's from our pollings, our representatives, yeah. showing us their whatever-it-takes-to-win kind of approach. Yeah. Which is pretty transparent overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess our our present PM, often referred to as Scotty from marketing for for obvious reasons, he knows instinctively that this improper gifting of our money wouldn't be seen by us, uh, the citizenry or people in the population, Mm. unlike what he's worried about is the optics of gifting Cartier watches to Australia Post execs. Mm. Yeah, well, it's all the time billions of dollars of public funding are being siphoned off, as we said before, behind our backs to bolster his own party's electoral fortunes and contribute to maintaining the inequality we suffer from in our society. We talked about this across many programs, directly and indirectly, but here's what cartoonist Wilcox in Tuesday's Age last week summarised so well in her cartoon. And one, and one in the first picture, you see Morrison, who is addressing his team mm. and saying, quote, look, we paid 10 times too much for the airport land, bought water from friends for double the cost, done huge favours for fossil fuel donors, ruined lives with bogus debts, bribed electorates with sports and other grants, fabricated documents to smear opponents, mm-hmm. but... Being ex- buying expensive watches for employees is where I draw the line. <laughs> At the same time, as we will keep saying, people who are unemployed have been left to struggle below the poverty line up until the recent COVID supplements. Mm-hmm. These Centrelink payments are set to end at the end of... They've already been reduced. They're set to end at the end of March and they but they will be whittled down to well below the poverty line after december yeah and while industrial protections have been dramatically weakened over the last few decades corporations have been provided with largely disposable pay as you go workforces yeah as we know this has resulted in irregular casualized work with all mutual obligation between employers and employees being replaced by a new type of mutual obligation between those in poverty and their unequal society. Mm, Yeah, which really contrasts with the tax offsets given in the last budget, Mm. nearly $27 to large corporations and mining industry who will largely use them Mm. with no mutual obligation there. There's no mutual obligation to employ a lot of people or to give back to society. That's nearly $27 billion. Mm. Yeah. For seems, which, yeah, mm. yeah, sorry I interrupted you. <laughs> it seems only those at the bottom 
have obligations, that is what I was going to say, and they were obviously considered fair game to be hunted down and harassed through ambit claims by the government mm -hmm. that they yeah, were right. paid and right. through illegal robo-debt prosecutions. They were ambit mm -hmm. claims. Yeah, for which repair and restitution has taken a long time coming forth. For many, actually, too late because they died meanwhile. Mm. On which note, we'll go to a promo and continue our discussion after that. So, here you are. Too foreign for home. Too foreign for here. Never enough for both. Ijuoma Umebinyo. Diaspora Blues. What makes you smile and adds a spring to your step? What does it mean to belong? And how do we build a home away from home? Diaspora Blues is a show that contemplates what is and what could be. Join Busto and Bigwa every Monday at 2.30 on 3CR Community Radio. Produced, Produced by Jan. You're listening to Think Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial, 3CR digital and streaming at 3cr.org.au. Today we're looking at the PM and who, how he's worrying about the optics of Cartier watches being given to Australia Post executives, $20,000 worth of them. Hmm. While not worrying so much about all of our common revenue being systematically funneled up the higher to the uh, to the higher end of town, hmm. and being used to improve his party's electoral chances. Apparently, there's nothing to see here, as there are no optics available for us to see. Yeah, actually, it seems the only thing that matters in the current political world is the only thing that matters is optics. Look hmm. at what's happening in the US. While we in Australia, and probably every country outside the US, find Donald Trump popularity unfathomable, unfathomable, we can't understand it, but we tend to forget that he was a TV star, a celebrity, for many years through The Apprentice. And he was spinning his illusions, along with the producers, of who he is and who he probably believes he is in his narcissism. Um, he was presenting that to a mass populace of spectators and followers over many years. Yep, and spinning the idea that he is the winner, which he is because of his own merit and because he knows how to make deals, irrespective mm. of how they came into being. And while he has ripped off a lot of ordinary people throughout his career, and that's well documented, his crassness, his willful oh. ignorance, and his willingness to say anything that appeals to his audience all works in his favour. Mm, that's right. Then he's able to present himself as the ordinary person, the everyman or the champion of what we'd call the battler, I guess. So that that is really the triumph of spin or optics. So in that case, why bother with the facts? Mm. Walid Ali's last contribution in The Age on Friday last week mused about democracy in a post-truth world, that was the title mm. of his piece, mm. and how, yeah. and I quote, how the not bothering about facts leaves only narratives without any firm principles to base our decisions on. So we create spin stories, as I call them, 
about mm. how the world works, about how we should act and what we should accept as inevitable and normal as the way in which the world really works. Mm. And I guess we create other spin stories about how the world does not and should not work and what acts and ideas and possibilities shouldn't, should not even be thought about. Mm. And Walid Ali argued that we fill both spin stories with invented or fake facts and news. It is like having pigeonholes without the pigeons, really. You can mm. stick any... Your shark. Yeah. Well, you can stick any invented or fake fact into the narrative pigeonholes you have set up. And that fact becomes part and confirmation of the narrative. Mm. I see I told you so moment, as Walid says, what we may be about to discover is that it's a very short trip from post-truth to post-democracy. Mm. Mm. And just by the way, as the facts about climate change and global warming are not fake, but really real, a very short trip to post-Earth and to post-livability. Mm, unless we do something. I guess one thing's true. In one way or another, the massive and increasing divide between the haves and have-nots is not going away soon in, mm. in the near future. Yeah, John Kenneth Colbraith, he has a much-quoted much adage or a quote, basically. He seemed to have infected even some of those who suffer from the resulting inequalities. He said... The modern conservative is engaged in one of man's, of a person's oldest exercises in moral philosophy, and that is the search for a superior moral justification for selfishness. Mm. <laughs> and all the while we know that inequality erodes trust and it'll inevitably fester into social instability and civil unrest. Mm -hmm. In addition... To the many personal, the social and physical and psychological consequences for people on the have-not side of the equation. Which is also why we discussed the rise of populism in so many countries in July and August last year, with populism in the US offering the most bizarre but eloquent mm. and self-explanatory example right now. Mm. Interestingly, quite a few corporate figures and people on the conservative side of politics do understand where this is leading and they're lobbying the government to raise Centrelink payments, like JobSeeker, to a fair and livable level and, and on a permanent basis. And that's another thing we've talked about quite a lot too. Mm. So we would suggest let's bring values and Galbraith moral philosophy back into public life and into public discourse. Let's talk again about well-being and healthy relationships with each other and with our natural environment. Let's talk about fairness and looking out for each other and please not just to outsource government responsibility for all of these. Yeah, exactly. Amen. People are, are really cynical about politicians and they're barefaced saying and doing whatever it takes to be and remain in power. People are sick of it and they can see it. They're cynical about media points and contrived optics. And our very Christian Prime Minister and his like-minded team, I think I'd agree with Waleed in a way that 
we may only be a hop, skip and a jump from Donald Trump and his entourage, who, of course, we hope will soon disappear from our screens and in time from our memories. But at the same time, it's not all to do with Trump and all the problems don't go because Trump's not there. That's right. So that's just hoping. In any case, it is more important than ever that we collectively keep up the resistance in all manner of ways. Yeah, and all strength too. On that note, all strength to 3CR, where lies and fake news can still be called out. And where the truth of the systematically ripped off and abused can still be told. Mm-hmm. And moving on to our community service announcements. Remember, this week is NAIDOC week. The theme this year is always was, always will be. So always was, always will be recognises that First Nations people have occupied and cared for this continent for over 65,000 years and they never ceded it. So if you haven't already done so, find out about all the activities happening in NADOC week at nadoc.org.au. That's, I'll spell it out, N-A-I-D-O-C dot O-R-G dot A-U. Thanks for listening to Think Again on 3CR Community Radio. Remember, if you want to send us a message or ask about anything from today's program, you can email Borderlands at borders, B-O-R-D-E-R-S, at borderlands.org.au. Just put Think Again in the subject line. Our programs are available by podcast and the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au. We would also like to thank Clive Vaughan for technical production and music selection. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, stay tuned for Jailbreak, which gives a voice to our brothers and sisters in prison and their families and friends. To bring us into this program, please enjoy World Turning by Yothu Yindi. (laughs) 